Normally, when you're doing regular backend software, you need to have a server, and then you need to have a second one for resilience. And normally, you're going to have another two servers in another region or another availability zone. So we're starting with four servers. Each one costs $20 per month, even before doing anything. But if we can spin up a server in 100 milliseconds, then you don't need them live. When a request comes, you spin it up, do whatever you need, keep it live for a few minutes and then shut it down. And that means that the cost of server per website goes down by a factor of about a thousand. But that means that it's free. We can give you a server for free. My name is Yoav Abrahami and I am Chief Architect at Wix and Head of Wix Coding Products. This is Code Story, a podcast bringing you interviews with tech visionaries. Took six months moonlighting. There's nothing on the back end. Who share what it takes to change an industry. I don't exactly know what to do next. Took many goes to get right. Who built the teams that have their back. Our company is its people. The teams help each other achieve. Most proud of our team. Keeping scalability top of mind. All that infrastructure was a Yes, we've been fighting it as we grow. Total waste of time. The stories you don't read in the headlines. It's not an easy thing to achieve, Mike. Took it off the shelf and dusted it off and tried it again. To ride the ups and downs of the startup life. You need to really it's want it. not just about technology. All this and more on Code Story. I'm your host, Noah Labhart. And today, how Yoav Abrami is architecting the way towards the creation of your website without any limits. This episode is sponsored by KiteWorks. Legacy-managed file transfer tools lack proper security, putting sensitive data at risk. With KiteWorks MFT, companies can send automated or ad hoc files in a fully integrated, highly secure manner. The solution is FedRAMP moderate authorized by the Department of Defense and has been so since 2017. Step into the future of secure managed file transfer with KiteWorks. Visit KiteWorks.com to get started. This episode is sponsored by ClearQuery. ClearQuery is the Analytics for Humans platform. With their full suite of features, you can go from data ingestion to automated insights seamlessly. With Ask ClearQuery, you can find valuable insights into your data using plain English. Don't miss the opportunity to simplify your data analytics with ClearQuery. Get started today at clearquery.io slash codestory. Yoav Abrami was born and raised in Israel. Currently, he lives in Tel Aviv and has spent 30 years in technology. He studied high-energy physics in college, and today he finds similarities in how you solve problems in building products and physics. Outside of tech, he is the father of two children and enjoys hiking and mountain biking in the diverse climates and terrains that Israel has to offer. In 2006, Yoav helped his brothers get Wix started up and build it to what it is today. Fast forward, Wix has collected infrastructure and application partners, allowing them to offer these integrations to Wix users. What they figured out next was that people wanted it done for them, turnkey, without having to learn how to spin up a server. This is the creation story of Velo by Wix. In 2006, Avishai Abrahami, which is my older brother, and Nadav Abrahami, which is my younger brother, they came to me and said, we have that uh, idea of a website builder, and they also had uh, Giora Kaplan with them. We were going to build a company, so go, go, help us hire the first backend developer. And I did, and that turned out to be Wix. 
four years ahead, I'm coming to Wix to figure out what's the, what to do with the iPhone, because at the time Wix didn't support mobile or uh, the iPhone. And since then, I'm at Wix so for already for 14 years. In 2012, we built the Wix app market. It's allowing partners to create applications that you can install into a Wix website. Now, that's interesting for partners because Wix has a huge reach to users. We are now over 300 million users, a significant part of the internet running on Wix. And the target that we set out was to build a solution where anyone can create their own online presence using Wix. What the app market allowed us to do is to let partners leverage that infrastructure and sell their applications on top of that infrastructure for Wix users. But what we found is that to build an application required quite a lot of effort. You needed to start by bringing your own database, reading your own server, setting up quite a few different things with your application, with interaction with Wix and so on. That's actually quite complicated to do. That is where Velo came out. And the idea of Velo is to give you a cloud-based development environment, one that is connected to Wix on one end, but gives you the freedom to innovate and create anything you want on our platform. And you get a database, you get a server, you get the ability to code your client code, and so it gives you all that freedom, and it is all in a fully managed environment. And you actually can create an application start to finish in five minutes. And once you click on the, the publish or deploy button, it's live globally, you know, in minutes. Tell me about what would be the MVP for Velo. So that first version of the product you built, how long did it take to build and you know, what sort of tools were you using to bring it to life? Velo is running for millions of websites. And when you have a solution that runs a server, you give each one of those million websites their own server, you have a big challenge. No one can do that. So we needed first to find a solution for that. And keep in mind, the product we're giving is to, we're letting any user code their own code, their own backend code. And now we have a million sites that each one has a different backend code. And you need to run them in isolation, each one in a way that they cannot interfere with each other. So what we've understood is that we needed a way to make it work in a very efficient way and in a very cost-effective way. And that way was to be able to spin up a container or a server in 100 milliseconds. That means that if you have a website, and most websites don't really have a lot of traffic, you have 100 million websites in the world, the website number million ordered by traffic is a few visitors each day. Most of the time during today, the there's no traffic, there's no, no one on the website. And normally when you're doing regular backend software, you need to have a server, and then you need to have a second one for resilience. And normally you're going to have another two servers in another region or another availability zone. So we're starting with four servers, each one costs $20 per month, even before doing anything. But if we can spin up a server in 100 milliseconds, then you don't need them live. When a request comes, you spin it up, do whatever you need, keep it live for a few minutes and then shut it down. And that means that the cost of server per website goes down by a factor of about a thousand. But that means that it's free. We can give you a server for free. Obviously, there's limits and there is terms and conditions, but there's lots of users that don't need to pay. So the MVP, or the first version of Velo, was basically create that very fast to spin up server 
that you can code against. Same thing for a database that you also get it at a, at a price of zero, basically. And the ability to just write simple HTML pages that showed up. That was the first version, and that took about a year and a half to build. In that year and a half, when you're building that first version and figuring out how to solve that problem, which sounds like an amazingly fun engineering problem to solve with spinning up servers that fast, you got to make certain decisions and trade-offs, right, about how you're going to approach the problem as you discover new information. Tell me about some of those you had to make and how you coped with those decisions. I think the way that we did it was first to define criteria for what would be a successful product, and that 100 milliseconds was one of those criteria. Now, as we started to do that, we started to try different approaches. One approach was to take one of the big cloud vendors' platform and try to see if it works for us. And it didn't. It took about two seconds to get a call start. And then we started looking at using containers. And container, which just in a low-world application, takes about two seconds to spin up. So again, that was a dead end. And then we looked at process hibernation. And we looked at some other alternatives. And then we found the right alternative that works for us. But it was trying to fail fast on different approaches by that KPI that we've set, and then find the one that works for us. This episode is sponsored by KiteWorks. Legacy managed file transfer tools are dated and lack the security that today's remote workforce demands. Companies that continue relying on outdated technology put their sensitive data at risk. And that's where KiteWorks comes in. KiteWorks MFT is absolutely the most secure MFT on the market today. It has been FedRAMP moderate authorized by the Department of Defense since 2017. Through FedRAMP, KiteWorks' level of security compliance provides a fast route to CMMC compliance, saving customers time, effort, and money. KiteWorks MFT makes it easy for users to send automated or ad hoc files via fully integrated shared folders and email. Administrators can manage policies in a unified console and create custom integrations using their API. Did we mention it's secure? The level of security with KiteWorks solution is rare to find. Step into the future of secure managed file transfer with KiteWorks. Visit KiteWorks.com to get started. That's K-I-T-E-W-O-R-K-S dot com. This episode is sponsored by CashFly. The web is a competitive place, and if your site delivers its content pixelated, slow, or not at all, well, then you lose. But that's where CashFly comes in. CashFly delivers rich media content up to 159% faster than other major CDNs. Through ultra-low latency streaming, lightning-fast gaming, and optimized mobile content, the company offers a variety of benefits. For over 20 years, CashFly has held a track record for high-performing, ultra-reliable content delivery. While competitors call themselves fast or use cute animal names... Only CashFly holds the record of being the fastest and serves customers like Adobe, the NFL, or Roblox, where content is created by users and must be delivered in real time. For the first time ever, Code Story listeners can get a 5-terabyte CDN for free. Yep, you heard that right, free. Learn more at CashFly.com slash CodeStory. That's C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com slash CodeStory. You've got the MVP, it's working, it's been that year and a half, you, you're excited about the product. How did you progress it from that point? How did you mature it? And I think what I'm curious about there is, how do you go about building your roadmap for Velo? And what, you know, what sort of criteria or what sort of process are you going through to decide, okay, this is the next most important thing to build or to address? 
When we started Velo, there were two other similar products in concept of a backend as a service, Firebase and Parse, Parse.com. What happened is that both of them were taken towards support mobile applications. And Parse was shut down a few years later, and Firebase is still strong on mobile in Google Cloud. At that time, we had a product, and it has the ability to render basic HTML pages, but it had all the database and the Node.js backend, and we need to decide what we want to do with it. Do we want to try an approach of, let's make it a generic platform for websites, but we're only generating basic HTML, or maybe we'll take an, a different route and connect it with Wix. And Wix, you get a drag-and-drop experience to draw websites similar to PowerPoint, And we asked ourselves, what if we connect the two? You draw your UI using Wix, but then you can code against it using Velo. That is actually something that no one actually ever tried before. Keep in mind, that is not a low-code tool. It is a cloud platform with Node.js and database connected to Wix, which is drag-and-drop website builder. So that's the direction we've chosen. It was a harder direction simply because that becomes a big integration effort. About a year later, we went and did a usability for that product with 12 Wix partners. And we were sitting in a room. We were not going to try to announce the product. It was just, hey, want to show you something cool? Let's see how you react, what you think about it. And I couldn't talk anymore at that point because they were like, yeah, amazing, blew me off, and so on. And at that point, what was the point we knew we have something that's really cool? I'm hearing you say we. Tell me about how you know, the team was built around Phalo. And what were you looking for in those people to indicate that they were the winning horses to join you? So when I started Velo, the first thing I did was create the founding team. And I've taken two people with me, Ziv and Gil. One is a very experienced manager, and Gil Tayar is a very experienced anything techie, both a great speaker, great engineer, great architect, and both of them amazing people. And with those three, we started hiring more people and creating the product. And that team got us all the way to launching the product to a point where all of Wix got transformed from thinking just uh, do-it-yourself consumers to also think about developers, you know, which is, was amazing. This episode is sponsored by Cashfly. The web is a competitive place, and if your site delivers its content pixelated, slow, or not at all, well, then you lose. But that's where Cashfly comes in. Cashfly delivers rich media content up to 159% faster than other major CDNs. Through ultra-low latency streaming, lightning-fast gaming, and optimized mobile content, the company offers a variety of benefits. For over 20 years, Cashfly has held a track record for high-performing, ultra-reliable content delivery. While competitors call themselves fast or use cute animal names, only Cashfly holds the record of being the fastest and serves customers like Adobe, the NFL, or Roblox, where content is created by users and must be delivered in real time. For the first time ever, Code Story listeners can get a 5-terabyte CDN for free. Yep, you heard that right. Free. Learn more at cashfly.com slash codestory. That's C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com slash codestory. Hello. Welcome to the Data Analytics Club. Do you know the password? No, I didn't know there was one. Do you know how to code? Uh, no. Do you know how to query data? Like, ask a question? I guess not. 
Hmm, I see. Then you can't be in this club. Sorry, goodbye. Don't be left out of the analytics club. ClearQuery is the Analytics for Humans platform. With their full suite of features, you can go from data ingestion to automated insights seamlessly. ClearQuery provides you with the information you need without requiring you to do the heavy lifting. Their Ask ClearQuery feature allows you to ask questions in plain English, helping you find relationships and connections in your data that may have previously gone unnoticed. You can even visualize your data with presentation mode, taking your data storytelling to the next level. Pricing is based on storage, not licenses, and that ensures that you get the most bang for your buck. Don't miss the opportunity to simplify data analytics, your data analytics, with ClearQuery. Get started today at clearquery.io slash codestory. This will be really interesting, given what you know, has been built for Wix, what you're building and the engineering problems you've already mentioned that you had to solve. But I'm curious about scalability. What, did you build this to scale efficiently from day one or has there been any interesting areas where you had to fight it as you grew? We did build it for scalability from day one, but still there were some challenges. When we started building Velo, Kubernetes didn't exist. So we had to build our own infrastructure to scale out servers and then on each server to run multiple containers with the unique setup that we have. Now, keep in mind that we have a system that when you need a server, it's there. You get it immediately. And we had a system to try to figure out where when a host is doesn't work, when we have a problem in the host, to kill it. And that system had a malfunction. And that it would kill hosts which run in servers of users randomly. And we didn't know about it for four months. And the reason why we didn't know about it is because you would kill a host that runs 100 user servers and they just get their servers on some other place immediately. So we don't even see that on any metric because there is no impact on user. But you have a critical problem in your system. It turned out that maintaining that system, that system is tough and, uh, and then we actually have rewritten it on top of Kubernetes. On our database side, what we did in order to give you a database at zero cost is basically a shared database. It's like a, a logical database on top of a physical database. That works, works pretty well when you have lots of small databases. Right now we have over 140 million tables. But when one of them starts becoming, becoming large, you can't really optimize because they're all on the same physical table just logical partitioning. So what we've done, we actually created different tiers of databases. So today in Velo, we actually have the basic database, which is free, and you, you can uh, scale with it to about 10,000 items, depending on, on the workload. As part of Wix Elite plan, we have a database which is a dedicated table. It's basically a physical table, and that can scale more. We're having the option to, for you to bring your own database so you can decide that you're going to install your own MySQL or whatever and just connect it to our system and then scale it as much as you want. You know, we don't care at that point. But when you have a long tail distribution, a lot of the times the product for one edge is not the same product for the other edge. A product for lots and lots of small users is not the same as a product for a few large users. And trying to build them together as one doesn't really work out. You have, as you step out on the balcony and you look across all that you've built, what are you most proud of? I think Velo is definitely number one. Definitely number one. It's the one that I've taken from an idea all the way to where it is today, which is you know, just amazing. 
There are quite a few other things that I've created and grew and are successful. The Wix app market is again just another one, but I think Velo is definitely the one. Let's flip the script a little bit. Tell me about a mistake you made and how you and your team responded to it. One of my employees reminded me when we launched Velo, actually actually launched it to everyone. We were 12 people at the time and that guy was an engineer and we were all in a circle and I told him, I don't know how or when, but I do know that we're going to create a downtime of two days for weeks because of Velo. And I don't, I have no idea when, how, why, or how to prevent it, but I just know that it's going to happen sometime next year. And that's the risk we're taking. That's okay. Let's just be prepared for that. And actually we didn't create a downtime for all of weeks for two days but it put us in the right mindset. I can share one example that we had was that we had two servers. One was a proxy server and the other one was some application. And the first one was Java. It was using a Java HTTP client, which is set to follow redirects by default. And the other server, it had a great idea. If there is a problem, there is an exception, it would just return a redirect to the homepage. And that other server, at some point, had an exception on the homepage. So what happened is that the request came, went through the proxy, got to the second server, had an exception, got a redirect to the homepage, got it back to the first server, which would follow a redirect, went out to the router and to the load balancer, got to another server, which got to the first application, proxy to the second application, again got an exception on the homepage, got a redirect to the homepage, back to the first server, and basically it dropped the whole data center in one request. That was really funny. Okay, Yoav, what does the future look like for Velo, the product, and for your team? I think Velo right now is in a very good place. You know, Velo is well accepted in the Wix developer community, Wix partners community. And we're trying to ramp up Velo to support more and more complex use cases like uh, enterprise companies. We're introducing VS Code as part of uh, the Velo Online ID, more tools around uh, pro development workflows. And at the same time, we're investing quite a lot in uh, Wix blocks, which is, if you remember, when we started Velo, we wanted to build applications for the app market and Velo turned out to build a website. So blocks is actually the option to build applications for the app market using the same Velo and the same Wix. And we have that as well, and it's starting to to get more and more traction and uh, getting lots of growth. The future for Velo is going to be better and larger in what it does, in making building websites and building web applications easier and easier, and to be able to support larger and more complex teams and larger and more complex projects Basically getting to that point where your next challenge, it's going to be obvious you're going to use Velo. Yoav, let's switch to you. Who influences the way that you work? Name a person or many persons or something you look up to and why. One definite influence is uh, my brother, uh, Vishai, which is the CEO of Wix. There's lots of stuff I have learned from him. There's lots of stuff that I, I brought to the company. I think that's definitely one. I think more than that, I'm trying to take and learn from uh, almost anyone I'm working with. Today, I have a, a partner that is a, 
Avi Guzhansky, which is managing three of uh, our groups. And we're managing together those three groups, and I'm learning from him a lot about being a manager, being a better manager. And I think uh, those are the things that I'm taking on a day-to-day basis. There's also the superstars, Uncle Bob, and other people like that, that you're learning a lot from, for, especially in terms of attitude and how they approach problems and being fearless about challenges. Two people that really influenced me a lot. In 2011, Avishai, again, was challenging me about working in Java in uh, Wix, and it takes us, took us four months to make a release. That was 2011. The quality was really bad. What can we do about that? How, how do we solve something like that? And at the same time, I met a person called Ishai Smith. He was working in a company that was just managing uh, stock options and doing 50 releases a day. And so I asked, how, how can you do that and release so fast? And you know, that was basically a continuous delivery. And there's lots going on behind that. And basically, long story short, Wix today is working in that concept of uh, continuous delivery and is a test-driven company with... 20,000 releases a year, 30,000 releases a year, something like that. I think that was one amazing influence. Another part of that was I went to QCon at the time, I think the same year, and did a workshop with uh, Marty Friedman and I forgot the name of the other one. They wrote the object-oriented, growing object-oriented software guided by test, and which kind of was a compliment, complementary to what Ishai was talking about. And that is, again, something that I brought back was a big influence about the culture in Wix. And actually, if you go into Wix offices, you'll see this book everywhere. Yo, I have last question. So you're getting on a plane and you're sitting next to a young entrepreneur who's built the next big thing. They're jazzed about it. They can't wait to show it off to the world and can't wait to show it off to you right there on the plane. What advice do you give that person having you know, gone down this road a bit with Wix, but also with Velo? The best advice is that if everyone is telling you that you're hallucinating and you're wrong, you're probably right. You're probably doing something that no one thought about. And I think after that, I would just listen to him and try to give him the best advice I can from my experience. I love that. I, I really appreciate that. That's fantastic advice. Well, Yulav, thank you for being on the show today. And thank you for telling the creation story of Velo by Wix. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. And this concludes another chapter of Coat Story. Coat Story is hosted and produced by Noah Laphart. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the podcasting app of your choice. And when you get a chance, leave us a review. Both things help us out tremendously. And thanks again for listening. <laughs>